0: On Diamondbacks Podcast, you're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You're listening to Who, that was wonderful, and might I add a handsome host of this podcast, multimedia journalist and graphic designer, Miller Thomas, so go please check out my website, millerthomas 24myportfoliocom on there you can see all my latest work, from my packages to my articles to my photos and my graphic design for today's show. It's part two of my playoff predictions. Go back and listen to yesterday's show if you missed it. I give you my wild card and divisional round predictions. But today, I'll give you both my championship series and my world series predictions. So, but first, if your company is interested in reaching men between the ages of 18 and 44, your company should be sponsoring this podcast. Locked on Diamondbacks is listened to by 98% men and 80% between the ages of 18 and 44. So if you want men in that age range, this is your spot. Plus, our rates to the most reasonable around? Email me at lockedondiamondbacks@gmail.com at gmail.com to find out more. All right, let's get into it. And let's first recap with my predictions from yesterday. So let's just first... Run through them uh, real quick in the wild card in the American League. I got the Rays over the Blue Jays. I got the Indians over the Yankees. I got the Twins over the Astros. And I got the White Sox over the A's. Now in the National League, I got the Dodgers over the Brewers. The Cardinals over the Padres. The Cubs over the Marlins. And I got the Reds upsetting the Atlanta Braves. Now in that divisional series... I got uh, the Indians over Tampa Bay. Then I got the Twins losing to the White Sox. I got the Dodgers beating the St. Louis Cardinals. Then I got the Cincinnati Reds beating the Chicago Cubs. Now, we start with the championship series, to give my prediction. So, on the AL side, the only two teams we have left or the Tampa Bay Rays, or excuse me, I take that back, or the Cleveland Indians and the Chicago White Sox. Now, I like these two teams for two different reasons. Or well, really, honestly... Similar reasons, but I think I like this White Sox team actually a little bit more. Now, don't get me wrong, this Indians team is really nice. Roberto Perez has struggled this year as their catcher. Carlos Santana, you know, I have him on my fantasy team. He seems to be better than what he's done according to the numbers, but he's batting below the Mendoza line on the season. Cesar Hernandez has been pretty good this year with a solid average and OBP things like that, but he doesn't really have any power. He, he doesn't really steal you any bases, so he's just more of a contact, you know, hit-for-average kind of guy. Francisco Lindor has had a pretty solid season, eight home runs, six stolen bases. That's pretty good prop, a pretty good pop with some other... Average, uh periphery numbers like batting average and OBP. And then uh, Jose Ramirez, he's been a stud this year. Go look at his numbers across the board. He's been 10 stolen bases, too, for that guy who's not considered much of a speedster. 10 stolen bases in only 60 games is a ton because... Oh, he's actually quicker than I would have expected, honestly. I didn't know Jose Ramirez <laughs> stole so many bases. I didn't know he was a borderline 30-30 guy. So that's actually on me, Jose Ramirez. I-, I haven't been doing the research on you. I didn't know you were that quick as well. But I really like Jose Ramirez. The middle of that lineup, he's truly a stud. Um, then you got Jordan Luplo at left field. He's not really anything. A lot of these guys I'm not in love with, like Fernando. Mel. Fran Mill Reyes as their DH. He's a power kind of guy. But this lineup just really isn't that inspiring. Only, what, four guys with at least eight home runs, which is pretty solid, led by Jose Ramirez at 17. But most of these guys just aren't doing anything outside of having a little bit of pop. They're not really hitting for average. They're not really getting on base. And they're not hitting for power outside of a few dingers. So I don't really like this Indians lineup. Now, I do love their pitching. I know Shane Bieber got rocked last night uh, against the New York Yankees, but he's still a stud. I still think the Indians are going to overtake the Yankees in that series. And then outside of Shane Bieber, they got some really nasty pitchers in this Indians rotation. They got Carlos Carrasco, who's at 291 ERA. Uh, they got Zach Plisak at 228 ERA. Tristan McKenzie at 324 ERA. It doesn't sound like Mike Clevenger, uh, well, he got traded to. Uh, the Padres, so he he's not on the team. I'm sorry if I said that yesterday. He's actually not on the team, he's on the padre. So th- that rotation though is filthy. You got what? One, two, three, four guys with a three, two, five, you're right or a lower. And Aaron Savali is the only guy with a four seven four. And then you look at their bullpen too. It's nasty. Brad Hand has been a shutdown closer this year. Uh, James Karinchak, he's been a beast Nick Wittinggren, he's been good uh, Oliver Perez, they got some real studs, Kyle Quintrell Cal Quantrill, he's been a beast. I'm just naming these guys off baseball reference right now, looking at their numbers. Some of these guys have really outstanding uh, ERAs and just some really good peripheral numbers, like strikeouts per nine and uh, limiting the amount of walks. It seems like their bullpen does give up a decent amount of walks, just looking at their walks per nine, but they're striking out dudes at an impressive rate, and they're not giving up a lot of earned runs. So I think you'll take that trade off, but... Looking at this White Sox team, uh, I love that Indians rotation. I do think it's better than this White Sox rotation. But this White Sox rotation is nothing to to fool around with. You got Lucas Giolito, who I believe almost <laughs> like threw a perfect game. Uh, in the opening round yesterday. You got Dallas Keuchel, who's been a revelation this year, 199 ERA. Uh, and then you got guys like Dane Dunning and Dylan who have ERAs flirting with the with the high threes, low fours, but they've been pretty good and pretty solid on the year. And you look at their bullpen, Alex Cologne might be the best closer in baseball this season. Uh, he's got 12 saves a point ERA, just insane. Only two earned runs in 22 innings this year. Uh, Matt Foster has been shut down. Evan Marshall has been shut down. Cody Hewer has been shut down. I think I like the Indians' uh, bullpen a little bit more, but I think this White Sox team has good rotation, has a good bullpen, but it's really their lineup where I think the difference is made. Now, I I think the Indians have an elite rotation but I think their lineup just leaves too much lacking where I feel like there's better balance with the White Sox I like their rotation they got a couple really good arms they have up to three really good starters which is going to come through they have a good bullpen which is very important in the playoffs and then you look at their starting lineup Yasmani Grandal has been a solid catcher showing great pot Jose Abreu might be the best player in baseball this season uh, Tim Anderson uh, batting .322. Uh, he's been a beast, 10 home runs as well. Yoan Moncada has had uh, not that great of a season, honestly, but we still know he has potential to do big things. Eloy Jimenez has been a stud this year quietly for this team with 14 home runs. Luis Robert, another guy, 11 home runs. And then Edwin Incarcion, his batting average only 157, but he's got 10 bombs. So this White Sox team has one, two, three three, four, five, six guys with at least eight home runs. They have a couple guys who are batting above two ninety. So these guys can hit for power. They can hit for average. They have a great slugging. And these guys know how to score the runs. And they're great at, at run scoring. And then they have the pitching to back it up. So because of that, I'm going to go White Sox over Indians. I'm going to say... In seven games, it's going to be a closed series. The Indians' uh, starting rotation and bullpen is going to keep them in it. But I'm going White Sox over Indians. White Sox going to the World Series in 2020. Now let's look at the other side of the break. And you guys might think this is pretty easy. It's going to be Dodgers uh versus the uh, Cincinnati Reds. I'm sorry. I had to <laughs> look it up real quick. It's going to be Dodgers versus Cincinnati Reds. Which of those two teams are better better? equipped to fight each other in the championship series, and I'll get into that, but first... Alright, alright, alright. Let's get back to it and let's talk about that championship series out in the National League. So, we got uh, LA Dodgers versus Cincinnati Reds. Let me pull up my trusty notes here. Bop, bop, bop. And... There's not much you can say about this Dodgers team, so let's first start with the Red team and see if they do, if they even have a chance. Because I don't know how I made, <laughs> how I have them in this National League uh, Championship Series right now. It's more of a gut thing than an analytics thing. There's not really too much research or anything behind that. You probably think that's a pretty hot take, and I can't blame you. I mean, I really like that Braves team on paper. And I wouldn't like that Cubs team on paper, too, against the Cincinnati Reds. But I don't know. I just have a feeling about this Reds team that they can make a run like how the Nationals did last year. Now, maybe I'm just wrong. I believe the Braves won yesterday. So uh, the the, the Reds are going to be down 0-1 right now in the series. But that's okay. I still have faith in my predictions. Uh, We'll see real quick. Let's look at yesterday's... uh, scores and see which ones I got right, or not exactly right because I didn't predict yesterday's scores, but let's see which games from yesterday's, which scores from yesterday's games are impacting my series predictions so far and see if I'm on the right track. So the Astros beat the Twins in game one, so that's not good for my Twins over Astros prediction. White Sox did beat the A's, I picked the White Sox in that series. Rays beat the Blue Jays, I picked that one right. So far, I did pick the Rays over the Blue Jays. Then Shane Bieber got smoked yesterday by the Yankees, and I picked the Indians in that one. So right now, I'm two for two, and we'll see if I'm if i able to get those right. Still a lot of time left. I'm not too worried. I think I'm a stud at picking games, so I'm not worried at all. But now let's move to the National League Championship Series, and let's first try to make the case for the Cincinnati Reds. Now, this Reds lineup is... Not impressive at all. I, You know, it, the more you look at this team, the harder, the, the more you say, uh, Millard, why did you pick this team to make it to the championship series? Then, like I said, it's really just a gut feeling. There's no one in the starting lineup who's batting. Uh, there's one guy in the starting lineup batting over 250. That's Jesse Winker, but... They have four guys with double-digit home runs, which I don't think you can sleep on. Plus another two with seven and eight home runs in Galvis, Freddie Galvis, and Mike Mustakis, respectively. Because they still got some names in this lineup. You got Vado, Mustakis, Freddie Galvis, uh, Castellanos, Nick Castellanos. So I think they got some names in this lineup. I just don't know if they got anybody with uh, anybody who is, you know, top of the line, who's super elite, who's above average, and you got a guy like um Eugenio Suarez, who last year led the league in strikeouts with 189, but he also had 49 bombs. This guy's a straight home run monster, and I think this Reds team, I don't think they're going to hit for average, but I do think they're going to just be able to, you know, fall their way into some high-scoring run games because I do think they have power. It can't hit for average, and their OBP as a team is pretty awful, but they do have guys who could just flat-out hit dingers, and I think that's what they're going to try doing these playoffs. I think they're just going to be swinging for the fences against these better teams. I think some of them are actually going to land, and then... I actually do like their starting rotation. I think they got one of the best rotations in the playoffs. I mean, you got Trevor Bauer at the top of 173 ERA. He's at the top of Cy Young. Predictors, you got Luis Castillo, who I think is a stud. Sony Gray has had uh, a re- rejuvenation season ever since he left New York. He's been really good. Tyler Mahe, he's got 359 ERA. He's been great on the season. So that's four starters with a 37 ERA or better. And then you look at that bullpen. Ratio Iglesias is one of the best closers in baseball. Lucas Sims is really good. Amir Garrett's good. Uh, TJ Antone is really good. Archie Bradley is on this team. So we know we got to root for Archie. So this team, I think, just has studs all are not in the, in the starting lineup. But I think in their rotation bullpen, I think they have some studs. And I think, you know, if they could get a couple home runs, they could really make this a pitching duel and really just drag you out in that respect. But... Looking at this Dodgers team, we just know they don't have many holes. Five was this one, two, yeah, five guys with double-digit home runs. You got Will Smith up there at eight home runs and two eighty-nine batting average. I mean, Mookie Betts might, uh, could be the MVP this year. I don't think he will, but he'll be in the running. Sixteen home runs, ten stolen bases. I mean, Cody Bellinger, he's having a down season by his metrics, but he's still Cody Bellinger. A.J. Pollock is there with 16 home runs as well. Like, what are you doing, A.J. Pollock? Why couldn't you do that with the Arizona Diamondbacks? Then you look at their starting rotation. Clayton Kershaw, 2-1-6 Dustin May 257 ERA. Julio Urias 327 ERA. Tony Gosselin 231 ERA. Walker Bueller 344 four ERA. You got five starters with like a 3 four, Five starters with an ERA between two one six and 3-4. Like that's that just elite. That's just insane. With this with the starting lineup they already have. I mean, they should be able to win this World Series. Now, when I look at this rest of this, this bullpen as well. Canley Jansen's not the same kind of player, but he's still really good. I, I, and they still have some other bullpen guys. They don't really have any weaknesses in the bullpen. Maybe they, they don't have a, a back-end closer that you super-duper trust anymore because I don't know if Canley Jansen's that guy, but they just have so many quality arms. Blake Trinian, uh, Dylan Floro, Roostar Gratterall, Jake McGee. They got studs. Victor Gonzalez, Adam Kolarek. Yeah, you just got so Caleb Ferguson they're just so deep in that bullpen have like eight guys with a three five year array or better so they're really good in the bullpen they're really good in the starting rotation they're really good in the starting lineup it's not hard to pick the dodgers to uh, go to the world series and that's just what i'm gonna do and i'm gonna give the 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 reds one game maybe i'll even give them two but i do think it's gonna be the dodgers in over the cincinnati reds i think the dodgers team are just too good honestly they're just so stacked man all the odds are in their favor this season, or I shouldn't say their odds are in their favor. There, there's no team with odds in their favor, but no team is better equipped, I should say, to win the World Series because no team is as talented as the Los Angeles Dodgers. Now, will that culminate in the World Series? Will that culminate in a championship? That, that's still to be decided, and wait till you hear my championship, you know, not my championship, but my World Series prediction because you may or may not be surprised by it. I mean, we've seen the Dodgers in the World Series the last two years, but we've also seen them lose the last two World Series. And if there are any Dodgers fans listening to this podcast, I doubt that there are. Uh, I doubt that there are. But if there if there are any Dodgers fans listening, you guys are probably just rolling your eyes and saying, oh, we only lost the last two World Series because we get, we went against cheaters. We went against the Houston Astros who were banging garbage cans to figure out the pitches, and we went against... The Red Sox, who are also stealing signs. So that that may be true, but I think this Dodgers make up. They're, they're a team that can get to the World Series. They're a team that has all the talent, but I don't know if they can get over the hump. I don't know if Clayton Kershaw is that guy. I think they have four starters where you don't have to rely on Clayton Kershaw. They're, they're four starters, five starters deep, but Clayton Kershaw is still going to be their ace. He's still going to be the guy at the top of their rotation when they enter the playoffs, and look, we see playoff Kershaw once again, which means he's going to be awful in the playoffs. If we see that guy once again, then I, I don't know how far this uh, Dodgers team is going to go. I, I think they'll still make it to the World Series, but if we see bad playoff Kershaw, then I, I don't think they're winning the World Series. I think they could definitely get there, but I don't think they're winning it because if you look at Kershaw's career postseason ERA, it's a four four three. That That doesn't make sense. His regular season ERA is a full two points lower exactly two four three year away in the regular season as opposed to four four three in the playoffs so that just doesn't make any sense it shouldn't make any sense why kershaw turns into this guy he's basically the baseball version of paint manning uh, uh, you know arguably arguably the best to ever do it in the regular season but when you put them under the pressure under the big lights in the playoffs Things change a little bit, you know, throats get a little bit tighter, your muscles tense up, and a lot of these guys don't play the same, and that's okay. You know, we, we won't call you the goat if you play like that in the playoffs, but it's all right. If you don't perform like, you know, you don't perform to the level of your ability that we see in the regular season, it'll just put a ding on your legacy. No one's a perfect player, but we'll just mark that down as a note when evaluating your legacy once your career is over. So now looking ahead at the World Series, that means I got the Dodgers versus the White Sox in the World Series. And if you want to hear my prediction on who's going to win that one, tune back in tomorrow on the Locked On Diamondbacks podcast because today's podcast is over. Unfortunately, I hope everyone tuned in and enjoyed today's podcast and to get the last playoff prediction on the World Series, come back tomorrow. And as always, stay safe and stay healthy. Peace!